Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Here we are. Back again. Good to be back, as always. Talking about one of our favorite things, Marvel. Woo! (laughs) I live live for the days that we get to talk about Marvel together. Always. Yep. And for those of you who don't know us, uh, Jake and I were roommates in college. We're big movie and show nerds. Popcorn Heist is a brand we started to... Share our love for pop culture, movies, and shows with the world. Uh, you can follow us at Popcorn Heist on all social media platforms. Go to our website, popcornheist.com. And uh, yeah, join the heist. Nerd out with us. Talk about all different kinds of movies and shows. And Marvel being one of the main ones Jake and I personally love to talk about. So uh, we're really mm-hmm. excited for this episode today because we got a interesting topic that uh, I know we have a few... Some different opinions, some uh, some different feelings uh, compared to other Marvel or Marvel yep. shows and Marvel movies. So uh, I'm excited to talk about mm-hmm. this one with you, Jake. I'm excited. I'm jamming. I'm dancing around. I'm feeling like <laughs> Zemo right now. I'm, 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 I'm pumped. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, like this one, I just have so many differing opinions. It's like such a unique, um, like yeah, like you said, like it's hard to place my finger. I was trying to like place my uh my ranking according to this show if, if you haven't guessed it yet if you're watching on video and uh you probably know what we're talking about already it's the falcon and the winter soldier the finale just happened last friday and yeah i was just trying to like conceptualize it and like bring everything together in my head of like what exactly i thought about with the series and it's really difficult because there's so many positives and a few negatives in there i don't know we're going to get into it uh, this episode. So that being said, if you haven't seen the finale, there's going to be obviously tons of spoilers here. We're going to review the entire series, talk about our thoughts of what happens basically throughout the entire six episodes and what's to come in the future. So, Because I know Nick and I have a few opinions on what's coming in the future. Oh, after yeah. This. And uh, yeah. if you've listened to us before, you know Jake and I love quotes. We bond over quotes. We uh, we always like to quote obscure movie quotes with each other and kind of guess w- what they're from. And uh, we have a quote for you today, as usual, quote of the episode. And it's from one of my favorite Marvel villains, actually. Uh, and it's from Age of Ultron. And it's the most versatile substance on the planet. And they they use it to make a Frisbee. Typical of humans. <laughs> And that is Ultron talking about Captain America's shield. Um, one of my favorite quotes. I love Ultron because he's he's hilarious and he always has a, a quip to say. He kind of kind of like the, the Tony Stark of villains, um, which makes me love that movie even more. Um, but that's a whole different story. So and great, great voice for the villain too, James Spader. That's just a great casting. Oh, yeah. And when, so ch- <laughs> I always say it when when uh, when you can't when you're not looking at a human acting voice acting is so important if it's like a robot mm-hmm. or an alien or an animated character voice acting is so important especially for a villain i always i always feel that way oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah and ultron and, is peak oh yeah he's definitely peak um and yeah it's just like <laughs> when you bring it down to brass tacks like we just watched a a six hour uh 
Marvel miniseries about squabbling over a, a frisbee. frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> a vibranium frisbee. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so this is where we're going to cut it off uh, for a spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the finale or really any of Falcon Winter Soldier uh, spoilers from this point out. And if you haven't seen it, we actually just put out an article uh, that I wrote that is the top 10 things that the finale needs to address to wrap up the series. So if you haven't seen the finale, maybe if you want, go ahead and read that and then come back and listen to this episode. So spoiler warning, three, two, one. All go. Right. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick, let's go uh, top line, top line summary. What did you think of Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, entire series in general? Um, I'll be honest. I, I It wasn't, it was good. There was some great moments. I think um, I think it moved very quickly because it had to be in six episodes. And I felt like, especially early on, a lot of the plot points like came at you quickly without giving you time to like really understand why they were going certain places or why certain characters mattered. Um, I feel like I kind of enjoyed the moments where they actually took a breather, like the the moments when like Bucky was helping Falcon with the ship and like they got the whole neighborhood to come together. I feel like I enjoyed that episode a lot. And like the training session when Falcon was training with the the shield. I feel like those moments I enjoyed more than like the moments in Madripoor when they were jumping around a lot and, and like you didn't quite understand why they were going certain places. And Madripoor was, Madripoor was a cool, a really cool place. But uh, I felt like I couldn't enjoy it because they were hopping around plot points. Uh, so I felt like maybe it could have been it could have uh, added value if they added an episode or two and kind of explained some more of the plot points. But there was definitely a lot of great stuff in there. There was a lot of uh, a lot of goosebump moments for sure, especially in the finale. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, it wasn't my favorite ever. I, I it, it's not my not my favorite miniseries. Spoiler warning: <laughs> I, I liked Wandavision a little bit better. Um, but but there was definitely some great stuff in there, and I felt like it was it did a good job of um, telling a story that that was helpful to be told and and building off what has already been built. But also, if you don't choose to watch the show, I feel like you can still understand kind of what happened. Like you can still you don't need to watch the show to understand the MCU. If you go into the next movie and Falcon is Captain America, it still fits the end of Endgame because you kind of assumed he was going to become Captain America after that. So it does a good job of telling a story, but still not being something you need to watch to understand the rest of the MCU, which I, I appreciate that they, that they did it that way. Yeah. And I think like my opinion, my main thoughts and opinions um, when I came out of watching the finale is that I completely like got it after watching WandaVision and then watching this all the way through, I'm kind of got it in my head now that Marvel is doing exactly that is while there's going to be some really cool things happening in these shows, we shouldn't necessarily expect groundbreaking, huge movie altering things to really happen here because I think they do want to make it to a certain point where you don't have to watch these shows to watch the movies. Because even though people like us, like we would love that and it would add like so many cool things, they really don't want to alienate that whole audience. So there's a lot of cool things that go on in these shows. Like WandaVision had was so unique and awesome and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think overall, what I thought is that all of the ideas of everything on paper is, is amazing. All the themes and all the ideas and all the characters included, like if you include all that on paper, it sounds like a great idea, but execution, I think there was a little bit, some bumps in the road of how it was executed. And it's a common comment that Nick and I always have about mini series or series in general is that they can always benefit from more episodes, you know? Yeah, and I'm I'm when not it, one for dragging it out either, but at the same time, if th- if things feel rushed, why not just spread it out a little bit more? And and you could add a few more 
character moments in there or, or uh or, or you could build on certain plot points a little bit more. So, yeah, I feel like it yeah. was a little rushed. Yeah. So so coming out of WandaVision where I set my theories and expectations like so high and then was disappointed in the finale, I really tried to set my expectations low but was still holding out hope for some some things to be executed a little better. But overall, like a lot of the themes that they wove in um, were really genuine and authentic like to include in this setting. You know, I'm just going to get straight into it is that they – deal with a lot of social commentary and a lot of uh, tying comic book events to events that hit hard that happened in American history. And um, this is the most natural place to include it. Like if you are going to make a whole story out of that, it's natural and it's grounding these stories. You know, some people, a lot of people like Marvel because they're, um, I wouldn't say like completely realistic because there's aliens and stuff, but you know, they try to make it so that it's believable and it's like compelling. And I think that, a story about Captain America and especially uh, Falcon taking over the shield rather than uh, Bucky taking over the shield. Um, this was a natural story to tell, but there are a few bumps in the road and things that I could think could have been executed a lot better that we'll get into. Mm-hmm. And I like that at the end, it had a, a uniting theme where, you know, it was kind of uh, Falcon taking on the legacy and, and changing the legacy as best he can and, and kind of, um, you know, bring, bring his own experience to the legacy of Captain America rather than uh, having a divisive, uh, theme, but uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think I think they did a lot of uh, a lot of cool things with the series. I just feel like it was a little bit rushed at times. Um, uh, the action was great, though. Yeah, the action the action has been top notch. Especially, yeah. I, I you know I do feel that it was bookended a little bit. Like the first episode and the last episode had really great action, and then in the middle, I was like, "There's some cool parts," but I wasn't like wowed completely that's true that's true beginning and ending had had really cool action sequences but i I don't know i i feel like i appreciate um like falcons i always appreciate falcons action because he's not a super soldier so you can't just show him punching things you have to like really be creative with it so i I always appreciate a cool uh falcon action sequence where you could see that he's clearly super strong for like a regular human being but also uses his wings in in like really cool ways like uh, i was actually just rewatching some of the scenes because I, i i wanted to um refresh on the episode and when in the last episode when carly punches a shield and his wings like hold it like go into the ground like hold him there it was like yeah. so cool like they use they cool. use his wings in a lot of cool ways and i i always i appreciate falcon's action and i always even in winter soldier like coming out of winter soldier a lot of people still were not huge falcon fans i feel like his action was really cool early on too um so i was happy to like see see that yeah. come back yeah, I actually just rewatched Winter Soldier recently, and I forgot like how cool he is in that in that movie. Yeah, because you kind you know? of I feel like after after Winter Soldier, they kind of sidelined Bucky and Falcon, and and mm-hmm. kind of bringing it back and, and showing how cool they are. Um, I, I appreciated that because they're both they're both interesting characters that have a lot to offer. They are, yeah, and that's the beauty of these series is that we these characters do deserve their own stories, you know, mm-hmm. and it's cool that we're getting them in um, short form series um, and. I mean, we already gave our spoiler alert, but it's it's awesome that now it's been announced that Captain America Four is going to be happening. Right, with Sam Wilson as a Captain America, which I, I'm pretty excited for. No matter, regardless of like what I think the show could have done better, I think the movie is gonna. There's some really cool stuff they're setting up. Yeah, and I I I also feel like um, the show ran the risk of not being too grounded in the Captain America stuff, but I feel like the show did a great job of being like this is very much still a Captain America series, sort of. You know. 
Um, yep. A lot of the characters were the same. A lot of the themes were the same. I, I, I liked that a lot. And I felt like Civil War kind of pulled it away from that a little bit, but still had like the 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 makings of a Captain America movie there, but kind of felt like an Avengers movie at times. And this like really, you were like, oh, these are Captain America's two best friends. And it's very grounded in the Captain America theme. So I, I love that about the show. Yeah, they really went all in, like bringing in every Captain America side character right. you possibly could. Also. Agreed. But I got news for you. Uh, we can get into it later. But I think Captain America 4 is going to be like a Civil War part two. Like it's going to be like every uh, tons of Avengers are going to be in it. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. I It just seems yeah, like I guess that's when you would do it. Like bring everyone it, it, in. If you're not going to do another Avengers movie for a little bit. Yeah, I just have a feeling that it's going to be like, it seems like the series is setting up some sort of Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. And how are you going to set up a Dark Avengers team without bringing in a ton of other Avengers to support? captain america fighting them yeah i just have a feeling that's where it's going but let's uh just break it down let's go by character and see what we thought of the series so let's start off with the flag smashers so i know uh i've talked to you a little bit about the flag smashers early on in the series but i haven't heard what you thought about like the last few episodes so what what did you think of them as like villains or antagonists because i wouldn't necessarily consider them i don't think there's really a clear villain here maybe you could say sharon carter but i i don't think there's a clear villain in this series but what do you think of the flag smashers well i i think i think uh i think harley is the main villain i think she serves serves a similar purpose as um maybe killmonger but a little bit a little bit more like a, a little bit more on the good side of that but uh kind mm-hmm. of serves a similar purpose as killmonger where you kind of like get where she's coming from but takes it too far and like does evil things um I I, uh, I wanted to like the Flag Smashers. I liked that they kind of uh, used what happened in between Infinity War and Endgame as a jumping off point to, to create a new villain. I love that they're referencing the past. You know, you know, I love when they do that. We love when, mm-hmm. when they uh, don't forget about the past. And it's easy to just Number be like, oh, rule. yeah, everyone came back. Yep. Number one rule, cinematic universe. Oh, acknowledge the past exactly so i i like that they they built off off that theme um i i just i felt i felt like i wanted to be more interested in them than i was um their action was was cool um i don't know i i felt like they were trying to have kind of a connection between carly and falcon that was there but i didn't really feel it the whole way through like i don't know i I get it and I get I get where they're coming from and I like that they gave them like a reasoning behind what they were doing and they weren't fully evil. But I don't know. I just didn't love when they were on screen. I, I didn't feel like Carly was that um I, I didn't I didn't I just didn't enjoy when she was on screen all that much. I didn't enjoy her action sequences all that much. Um I, I like I said, I like that they had meaning, but I just didn't find them as compelling as I as I wish I did. Yeah, I, I can completely agree with that. Like I I love that they're making lasting consequences for the blip and what happened in endgame because like spider-man far from home like addressed it since it was the first movie after endgame and they kind of made it into like a joke like Mm -hmm. oh this kid's five years older than he was now and he's in the same grade Mm -hmm. uh that's funny but like this is like went super dark with it is like there's refugees they're being displaced like Mm -hmm. people hate the government like some people thought it was better during the blip you know i their cause was really cool and i think it was like a unique way to bring in from the comics the flag smasher is just like one character and like they turned it into this whole like movement that even though carly is dead now at the end of the series like i could see like the what the flag smashers are fighting for like their movement lives on like it well it, it said that at the end when they got person. in the car anyway right exactly yeah yeah so i think that's like a really cool basis for a villain but again it's sometimes it's hard to explain why some things don't hit right in a series or movie and just for some reason like you said i just like wasn't in love 
with Carly and uh, the Flag Smashers when they were on screen. Yeah, you know, like, I, I wasn't like, I, I wasn't like hyped to like see them show down and like a fight. You yeah, know? I almost feel like I didn't quite understand how they grew so big. I wish they like went into that more, where like they have following all over all over the world, really. Uh, and I, it makes sense that they would, but they didn't really quite explain it. And also, um. I don't know. It was it was like weird that Carly was very unsure of herself, but also like did these cr- like horrible things and like blew people up for no reason. But she, then like she'd go back to being unsure of herself. It kind of felt like um, I don't know. They were trying to do both. They were trying to like play both sides of it and be like, oh, she's like a, a teen who doesn't really know what she's doing. But then also be like when she does blow up people, she'd be like, like she's supposed to be strong and is like this is the only language they speak but then goes back on it later. I don't know. I felt like they were trying to play both sides there and I didn't really, it didn't really hit for me. I I, I didn't, um, I just didn't find them as compelling. And like I said, they tried to build up something between her and Sam um, and it just didn't hit for me. Yeah. They're trying, they're trying to make a lot of the villains nowadays, like gray villains, like not completely evil, not like redeemable necessarily, but like in that moral gray area, um, which makes I sense. But, I, but I don't know. It didn't, they didn't have enough scenes together to, for me to like really be that sad when he was carrying her out, like her body out, like when he was flying with her body. Like, I, I don't know. They, it seemed like they were trying to do like a, like a walking dead type moment where like they're carrying the dead body and everyone's sad, but like, you're just like, okay, yeah. Carly's dead. Who I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I, like it's sad to say, like, I, I don't know. I wish I, I liked her more than I did. And, but one thing I will say is that like, I like their cause and everything, but I feel like it wasn't, really explained as well as i feel like it could have been Mm -hmm. you know like what exactly are they fighting for they would like do they want the people who survived throughout the blip not to be like if someone got snapped away Mm -hmm. and then some person who didn't get snapped away moved into that person's house is what carly's fighting for is that those people don't they don't favor the people who got snapped yeah that they pretty much yeah I feel like they could have explained that a little bit more and like why the people were in refugee camps and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't hit for me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it right. Am I right? It's like tough to explain sometimes like why exactly some things don't hit. Cause like on, like I said, on paper, that's like a great idea. If, if someone pitched that to me, like, all right, the next villain is going to be this like, terrorist group that like rises from uh the effects of the blip i'm like that sounds awesome yeah and like a young like a young female super soldier that would have been like i would have been all for that and i'm i'm i I don't hate her but like i feel like if they gave her some really cool action sequences and really showed that she's like powerful really powerful super soldier and like Mm -hmm. i but i feel like they they her action sequences weren't that amazing either yeah and i think we just needed like maybe one or two more scenes of like her and sam together or something like that to make to make that like you said when he's carrying her at the end when she died to make it more effective agreed um all right moving on what did you think of john walker captain america throughout this series i actually loved john walker i thought that was the most one of my favorite storylines i thought it was um because you like hate him at like you're like oh he's captain america and then when you get to know him at first you're like oh but he's kind of a good guy Mm -hmm. and then you like see him going crazy a little bit and kind of get it too, because he's been through so much and like he has so much PTSD and I don't know, you you still feel for him, but you're like, this guy's crazy. And you're like, I really just don't want this guy to be Captain America anymore. He's messing everything up. Um, but then at the end he kind of redeems himself. And I don't know. I, I liked his, his, uh, I liked his arc and you also like, he just watched his best friend die. You kind of get why he goes a little bit crazy. 
Um, and I, I like I liked Lamar a lot too. Actually, the scene before Lamar died, I was like, I actually kind of love Lamar. He's pretty cool. And then he croaked. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was like sad about that too. I was like, he's kind of a cool character. Um, I do feel like he was just put there in the show to die and make Captain yeah. America go crazy now looking back on it. But I did like him. Um, and, and I got it. I, I like John Walker a lot. You like get – I feel like he was a good – he was a good gray anti-hero slash villain. Like, I'm not really sure where what he's going to do going forward because he kind of redeemed himself a little bit at the end. And I was, like, very mm-hmm. happy when he was, like, looking at Carly and chose to grab the car anyway. Um, I thought that was a great a great uh, final act of his. Um, I liked his storyline a lot. He was interesting. I, I, I do, too. Like, the internet's blowing up with people who just, like, some – I mean, albeit there's definitely some toxic fans out there who are, like – hating Wyatt, the actor Wyatt Russell just because he's playing, like, John Walker. I feel like he was great. Are, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, no, people, you know, that's just, like, you know, same thing with how Star Wars fans, like, bullied, like, Rose, Rose the yeah. actress, just because she played Rose. Yeah. And same thing with Jar Jar Banks. Like, they're just, like, But why? I feel like the, he's not, an, like, he's not an annoyance to be in the show. Like, he's no, a, he's a good like part of the show, I feel like. he He's honestly one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah. I, I thought... Like, I think he played the character great. Mm-hmm. Like, you, he played it so well that, like, you just, like, this guy is just, like, he's a good guy on paper, but, like, he just irks me. And, like, you just, like, why is he Captain America? Like, yeah. Every time he tried to, like, give, like, a Captain America statement, you were just, like, ugh. Like, no. But I think he was. It was yeah. But, but that's why it was so good, mm-hmm. you know? Agreed. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I, I agree with you. I did like Lamar. Like, I started to like him more. Uh, like right before he died, but like I hated it so much, even though it is something from the comics. Like when they roll up in the second episode, and like, who are you supposed to be? He's like, I'm Battlestar. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He gave really? himself a name. <laughs> you would give yourself a name yeah. like that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, dude. <laughs> but um, very, very cool. Like parallel between them, and I love how he brought back the words from Captain America one when he was like, if you had the chance to take the serum, would you? And he's like, yeah, like it's it, like the serum just makes you more of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel like that's something too, where it's like the question of, would you take the serum? Like I would, you know, and you kind of like, Sam's like, no. And you're when, when they're talking about taking the serum, you're kind of like, Oh, come on. Like, why would you take the serum? But if you think about it, like Steve Rogers took the serum, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. So I, you're kind of like, okay, I, I would take the serum. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, why wouldn't Falcon take the serum? I don't. I guess because they, he's really seen like John Walker on paper. Again, he's a good guy, but it like it made him like into a lunatic a little bit. But he was a lunatic you know? anyway. I think. I think you it think did so? make him more himself. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, I guess he he had some like neurotic moments, like when they were like, "Oh, give me ten minutes," and he was just yeah, like, yeah, freaking yeah. out. Yeah. So I don't know. That's the thing too. You're like. Oh come on! Don't take the super soldier serum. You're like that's such a bad thing to do. But like, why? <laughs> you know, if <laughs> I would do the same thing. I guess. Well, Falcon. I guess after seeing what happened to Isaiah Bradley, like he was like, "No way am I like yeah. supporting that this thing." You know? I guess. And he doesn't um, need it, but it would make him more powerful and make him a beast. <laughs> it would. It would. <laughs> He'd be so cool. Um, no, but I, I, I just love John Walker. That scene where he, that was maybe my my favorite part of the the series is when he kills the flag smasher in public like, yeah i was like oh my god this is awesome yeah that like, was a cool I, scene. in the beginning of the series i was like please don't make him like too likable mm-hmm. 
and then he just like went off the rails. I was like, yes. I like, think they balanced it perfectly where they made him like you feel for him and he's kind of a good guy, but like clearly you don't want him to be Captain America. Like no part of me when he was like be, like in that first few scenes, you're like, okay, he, he's a good guy. And I was like, I, pl- I really hope they don't make me want him to be Captain America because I don't want that. And I'm happy they went the other way and were like, you don't want it to be Captain America, but he's still a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I, honestly, I, I felt like there was a little bit of a pacing issue at, at, with him. I was going to say is that like they waited a little too long to make him into like lunatic Captain America. And then the end, like all of a sudden he just kind of did a 180. And now like, where is he supposed to go from here? You know, I kind of want him to be a little bit darker. I loved, I, I agree with you. I like the moment where like he has to choose between Carly and saving the truck and he saves the truck. But at the same time, I, I really like wanted him to kind of stay that like rage filled, like ambiguous anti-hero, you know? Yeah. But I like, ne- because, th- but then they would have like, just put him in jail. Like the fact that he helped now he's like out and about and they're like, okay, he helped a little bit. He's fine now. Like let him run along. So now he could, he could be out and about. Like, I, I like that he's somewhere in between. Yeah, I just like it's it's questionable as like why isn't he a hero now? Like did you feel feel like it was weird that like he like Falcon and and uh Bucky are just like kind of cool with him now by the finale? Like they seemed like they were just like okay with him after he did what he did. I mean, what did he really do? He killed one of the guys and then he fought them. I mean, I mean he like murdered someone brutally with Captain America's shield, you know? Yeah, but I mean, they're not they're not like what are they gonna do like put him in prison like that's not their decision yeah i mean that's what i, I thought too but at the same i feel time, like they like, just kind of like respect it's kind of like a harry malfoy type thing it's like okay we will we'll nod at you i'm just thinking like in the future like what reason if they like for kind of forgive him now and then what reason do they have to not like recruit him to the avengers you know well, because like, it's crazy like he killed need- someone i feel like they need to show that in the future more because by the la- end of the last episode i'm like okay val is looks like she's like recruiting him for some sort of dark avengers thing but he seems like he's kind of redeemed so i feel like yeah but he's clearly self-centered so i feel like i don't know (sighs) i don't know i hope they balance him well in the future but like he he was one of my favorite parts and i love seeing his comic book u.s agent uh Mm -hmm. uh costume at the end so is that his name u.s agent Mm -hmm. okay i like that i'm with it yeah Okay. I'm with Very it. cool. And he get he gets a shield too, but uh, who, I don't know if it's going to be vibranium or something like that. We'll see. His his Shall stupid see. little metal Captain America shield in the end. Dude, that thing got demolished <laughs> like, immediately. Well, to be fair, so did Captain America shield in Endgame, and it came back to life. So I don't know how that happened. That it is got, true. It got smashed in half, and then it was just healed. BS. <laughs> BS that it got destroyed or BS that it BS that, that it healed. healed. I mean BS that it got destroyed too. I don't I didn't know Thanos's stick. That could... makes sense. Why? Because like, it's from space? Thanos has been all to galaxies and ga- and universes oh, all over the place. On. He's been alive for years and years. Come on. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Come on. No. No, I don't think so. And then to heal it, like just don't break it in the first place. You know what I mean? I, to I, then he, heal he it, just, he probably brought brought it from like another reality, the other the reality he was in. Oh come on! <laughs> also, that's my question too. You're saying he Captain America in another reality? Is he just chilling, uh, like in that reality now, watching this all go down, or did he go back to where he came from? <laughs> I have no idea. I was really thinking that they were gonna 
pull a fast one on us and show Chris Evans old Captain oh, America. Thank God the they finale. didn't though. I would have hated that. Endgame is his ending. I was. I v- feel like the, you don't think that he's that they're going to show what happened to him in Captain America four or something. No like a definitive answer of like what what happened to him. What What do you mean? What like, happened to him? Show that- he grew old with Peggy, and that's it. No, but like, what happened to him now? Like, did no, he die? I don't think so. Did he go back in time? Is he I don't think moon? so. I don't think it matters. I, I would. I wouldn't movie. like that. I think the ending is the ending, and that's it. I don't need to know what happens. No, he lived happily no, ever I like after. It. I like it too, but like they keep referencing it, and they keep this looming question. I like, think it's just showing what the rest of the world thinks happened. I don't. I don't think that they should answer or have to answer. What do, What does be, it matter? It's not going to make be, any difference. No, but I'll, I'll be honest. I would have loved to see like even if we didn't get a scene with him, like just like the back of his head, like watching the TV, like seeing Falcon, like give his speech or something. Like, no, I like the he, ending. I just, like their like, ending better. With... That it's just like here's the shield. It's yours now. Whatever you want to do, I know you're going to do the right thing. That's why it's yours. I know, but my mind just can't help but like think like no, he he, we don't he, need he, answers he, sometimes. He definitely saw what John Walker did to the Flag Smasher. He definitely saw Falcon's speech. Like I just want to know. Like I'd rather what not happened. see him seeing all this stuff because then I'm like, why aren't you helping? You know what I mean? You're still a super soldier. Yeah, but my mind also. Is just how going come crazy. Bucky's the only super soldier who doesn't age? Is my question. I think he does. He ages. Well, Cap aged, and Isaiah Bradley aged, and Bucky didn't age for hundreds of years. Cap, Cap aged because he went back and lived a whole nother lifetime. Yeah, but Bucky's lived a hundred years. And uh, but they no, he's been in cryo freeze, like in and out, uh, hasn't he? I don't know. That's not, I don't really think so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he did. I he guess, kept, but like, he hasn't aged a day, and Cap aged in within a lifetime and isaiah bradley aged i think bucky's the only one who doesn't age he looks good for a hundred and something he does look good looks better than he did in infinity war yeah 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 <laughs> glad he got a haircut yep <laughs> all right uh so john walker now let's talk about um who's next let's talk about zemo okay i i got i got a, i got a good amount to say about zemo what, what, uh you go first what do you think um zemo seems like a different character than he was in civil war but i also like him more okay um i thought he was really cool i thought he was uh he was manipulative um i don't know i like the respect he has for for bucky and falcon in a way i like that he stands by his morals and like crushed the super soldier serum i thought that was done well um Mm. it was a little weird that he was like super rich out of nowhere because like i don't know and it also seemed like he didn't care that much about his family dying which was his whole motivation the last time um i don't know it, i i liked him though I, I thought he was interesting i thought i liked when he was on screen i kind of wish they went a little bit further with the the like comic book mask and like i w- didn't doesn't he have like a sword in the comics he has a vibranium sword yeah which is i wish they gave him like a sword really cool. like just give the yeah. guy a sword why not um and yeah he doesn't seem like the same character but he's interesting he has a nice jacket um he's fun to watch and there's that (laughs) i definitely like he's another actor that's just like plays the role so well yeah like every time he speaks like i just like his accent and just like the way he says things like you you're like entranced by what he's Mm -hmm. saying you know he always has like a a, like a a he always has he's almost like moira rose in a way that like every time he says something it's like the most perfect way he could have said it if that makes sense <laughs> moira like moira rose like says everything so ridiculously but i'm like you couldn't have said that any better <laughs> like to make me laugh and and zemo like every time he says something i'm like 
that's just the most Zemo thing he possibly could have said in that moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love a villain like that. Like he just knows what to say at all times is manipulative. Like you said, he stood by his morals, but I would have loved to see him with a vibranium sword. And he like being the being rich thing. It, it, it is a little weird, you know, but it does make sense as to, it makes his civil war plan make more sense as to how convoluted it was and how he was able to like travel across the world, like so many times and like gather all this Intel. Like, I feel like it does make that part make a little bit more sense. It makes more sense, but it feels like not as compelling. It feels, yeah, it feels like a different character. Yeah. And I, I think this is a big missed opportunity is like you said, his whole goal was to tear the Avengers apart because of his family. And I love that he has like a mutual respect for Steve Rogers, that he was the only super mm-hmm. soldier that it worked for yeah. and that he has a respect for Bucky and Sam. But he's technically the reason why the Avengers lost to Thanos, if you think about it, because they lost because the Avengers were split up. They were not united. Mm-hmm. They didn't take Thanos on together. I would have loved for them to like reference like how, oh, yeah, well, we brought everyone back. And he's like, well, I'm the reason you lost to Thanos or something like like if he had a way of saying that. You know, not that in that exact way, but if if he sort of like referenced like how he caused the blip, that that would have been like so cool. Yeah, and I feel like they forgave him like very quickly. Like I was kind of on the dormilage. I can't pronounce dormilage, dormilage, dormilage. Oh, great, great way. I was kind of on their side. I was like, okay, they shouldn't have let this guy out. Like because again, early in the show, they kind of jumped through plot points, and and I didn't really get why they like. I was like, that should be a last, last, last resort, letting like one of the most dangerous men in the world out. Um, I think that was r- way rushed, but um, I was on their side that that they shouldn't have let them out. Sh- shouldn't have let them out. Yeah, that that's a that's another pacing issue is that it was super quick to bring him in, and then all of a sudden he was just out of the show. Mm-hmm. And and I I get it why he like wasn't the end all be all of the show, but like I feel like they kind of just like gave him the purple mask in the trailer just so that it would like look cool. And they're kind of saving him for the future. Like mm-hmm. it made sense why he was in it, and I loved that he was in it. But I, part of me wishes that like he stuck around and he like manipulated Carly in some way, yeah, he and did like, he had yeah. this other plan. Yeah. <laughs> and again, he's like he he was a colonel for Sokovia and led an elite death squad. Mm-hmm. Like he should be a badass like fighter too. Like yeah. I kind of want to see him like f- like with some military expertise and like like I don't know in a battle or something like that, you know? Yeah. They're kind of setting him up to be like, almost like a dark Iron Man or a dark Batman because he's like, a, he's got a Butler. He's like rich mm-hmm. and he's like super smart. So I, I want to see a little bit more scheming like that. I need like some more, uh, so a little bit more meat from him. And I think we're going to get that if he comes back, it seems like Val is kind of like in league with him in the end did you get that like she said like some line like oh our friend zemo looks like he got the last laugh oh i didn't even realize that really so did you realize it was zemo's butler who blew up the car of the flag smashers no because i didn't realize my uh, one of my friends had to tell me that you know when the flag smashers are in the the prison truck at the end going to the raft and their car blows up yeah and then it and then it pants like an old guy in the car that's zemo's butler and then Zemo hears the announcement in prison and he like smiles. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Hmm. And Val is like, Walker, looks like our friend Zemo like got the last laugh. And she's like, or oh, maybe it was just me who planned it. Or maybe not. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. Did. So, so, it's, so it sounds like she kind of like helped him out, like yeah. hook up his plan. Yeah. Val's also another one we should talk about. <laughs> you you want to talk about her now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, unless uh, you have wait, more to say wait, about Zemo before we move on. One last thing: the Zemo cut of dancing, Marvel, Marvel. That's they, another thing they killed. Wait, that's, what do you mean? They released a whole. So you know the the scene where they're at Sharon Carter's party and mm-hmm. the, there's like one thirty second thing. Of yeah, yeah, dancing. yeah. Oh and yeah. The fans were like released the Zemo cut and they released a whole minute long thing of him just dancing the whole entire time. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. That's amazing. Um, release the Zemo cut. Um, but yeah, Val. Val was shoehorned in. I felt like I felt like she came out. I love um, her actress, Julia Louis there Dreyfus. Go. There we go. Love her. And when she came on screen, I gasped. I was like, <gasps> "Yes!" I've been watching Veep with my brother, so I was like so hyped to see that. Um, but I feel like she was a little bit shoehorned in. I don't quite get why she was there. I guess that's part of the appeal. Like you don't quite get what she's up to. But um, I don't know. I feel like they. I, I wish I got like a scene in the middle with her. Yeah. Like I it, got it just the goes intro back and then I got to, the end and I feel like there was something missing there. It just goes back to this idea that like the shows are going to give you a, t- a taste of what's going to really impact the, the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but certain things they're like, we're not going to give you the, t- this to you in the TV shows because we want this to play out in yeah. the movies. I, I just know? wish there was something, something more like something more. I wish there was one more scene or something that explained a little bit. Cause I was like hyped to see her on screen and she didn't really come back until the end. Um, Right, there was no scenes in the middle of her le- first and last scene, right? No, nope, there was just two yeah. two scenes with her. Yeah, why? Like, I would have loved for there to be another. I was expecting another post credit scene with her, like going to the raft and like talking to Zemo and like recruiting the Dark Avengers. Yeah, but I, I was fine without I, it. I'm like fine with the way it ended, but I just wanted something more in the middle. No, I'm I'm fine with the way it ended, but I think that that would have made us like. It would have like cemented the deal, like be- yeah. But I feel like that last scene—it's like one of the last scenes. The last scene with her is kind of like implying that anyway. So I don't need yeah, another no, scene I... to like drive that home. I feel I like I like wanted... when the... it's going to take a while for them to get there. I think I like that it's like sprinkled. It is. I just I I can't wait for that because that you know they're going to bring back some. They're like going to introduce some cool new villains and they're going to like bring back some old villains that have been away for a while. We need I, Abomination, I... and he should have been the one making the Super Soldier Serum. Abomination? Oh, no, you mean not Mr. Abomination, Mister Blue. Blue? Yes, yes, Mister. Well, Blue. we no, also no, need no. Abomination. We need Mister Blue. He should have been making the Super Soldier Serum. We also need Abomination. Abomination is going to be in She Hulk, which I'm so excited for. I Good. can't wait. But I, f- I, I have a feeling it might be another Zemo situation where like they're just going to be like, oh, Abomination is going to be in this, but he's not going to be like the main thing. You know, I hope he uh, he doesn't have to be the main thing, but I hope he's he gets like a good a good scene, like a good yeah. fight. I want, I- you think he's going to turn like, back and forth, or he's just going to be huge the whole time? I think he'll be huge. I think he'll be huge. And I, 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 <laughs> I wonder if he like is going to look the same because the CGI has like gotten so much better. So much like, better, I wonder yeah. what he's going to look like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. But um, Val was supposed to debut in Black Widow, so we're going to see her again this summer. And Taskmaster is going to be in that, and he's like an obvious choice who can make it to the dark Avengers mm-hmm. uh, and yellow the B- Belova black widow, the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. She's like black Widow's sister is going to be like the next version of black widow mm-hmm. in the MCU who could be on the thunderbolts or the uh, dark Avengers. So. RIP black widow. <laughs> Scar Joe. Gonna miss you. Still literally still can't believe that happened. But anyway, <laughs> apparently she was supposed to be in Falcon winter soldier also, but they cut her out because of COVID. Um, Hmm. Florence Pugh's uh, yelling a blow of a Black Widow. I guess it's better that her first debut is in Black Widow anyway. Yeah. And you don't yeah. want to shoehorn in too many people and like start, you know, I, th- I feel like I, I didn't need that. Yeah. 
They they got dangerously close in the series to another WandaVision repeat where they were like, oh, another big a big actor cameo is coming. I wasn't. But, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing actors and directors telling me what's going to happen anymore. No. <laughs> All right, so we just talked about Val, so why don't we go move on to Sharon Carter? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, she's just not believable as a villain to me at all. On on the count of three, let's name the last person we ever thought would be a villain in a Captain America series. <laughs> three, two, one. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. <laughs> No, maybe Peggy no. Carter and then Sharon Carter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't compelled at all by I, the twist, oh. and I feel like it was the expected choice and the not right choice. Like sometimes the expected choice is the right choice, but like I feel like it was like she was a front runner to be the um the power broker anyway. So it was like not unexpected, but that's not why it was bad. It was just bad because it was bad. Yeah, it was just like, like why like. Because no one talked to you for a few years, and I don't even believe that. Like Captain America didn't try to reach out at all. You mean to tell me that none of them, like in the time between Civil War and all the way until end, Endgame? Well, I guess until Infinity War. What is it? Civil War took place in 2016, and Infinity War is what 2008. Still, that's two years. You mean to tell me that no one gave you a call or checked up on you? Yeah, like, I, come on. I think they've struggled to like place her. And they kind of just made her into a villain. And it was like, I feel like there were so many better choices. Even if it was a new character, that was like really cool. I don't know. I, she just isn't believable as a villain to me. Um, the reveal was like, yeah. okay. Like the scene was like, okay. I was like, uh, I'm not, that's not to say I'm not interested. Like the post credit scene, like I'm interested to see like what she's going to do and like who she's in league with, but I'm just not completely sold on it. And you like, know? what like, is she like? Is she gonna work with the Dark Avengers? Like, who is she gonna be a villain? Like, what is she gonna be a villain in? Like, I don't yeah. even know. Like, Captain America Four, maybe? I guess, maybe. I guess, but it, yeah, I really don't. know. I feel like and, for her to be compelling, she has to be a real kingpin, and I just can't. I just don't see see it happen. Like, I can't see it happening. She doesn't have that bravado. I feel like, yeah, like she kind of, but not really. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, they, it, they she's kinda, not intimidating. They, they were trying to make it so that like, oh, she's playing like she's scheming with them. Like she's playing four dimensional chess. But like it was a little too blurred of the lines of like, oh, is she is she friends with Sam and Bucky or is she like doing her own thing? Yeah. And, you know, and like I almost feel like it's kind of dumb to like immediately when you get access to the government, be like, OK, we got access. We got access to everything like it. <laughs> like, is she going to scheme it or is she just going to be like, OK, we're taking all these weapons now? You know what I mean? So I, it was weird. She, like, she I would rather it not have. Soon. I'd rather it have not had that last phone call, and it just be like her being like, "Thanks," and then that's it. Like you're. Oh, I don't know, but but I do agree with you. Where like, don't speak too soon. You know, your that position might might yeah. get filled. You know, you like, might get switched around. You're a government employee. You know how many hoops you got to jump through <laughs> to get your access and stuff. <laughs> you ain't got clearance yet. There's no way you got clearance that quickly. <laughs> um yeah i don't know I, I she they have to make her like a really big villain in order for it to be compelling and i just don't see her as a really big villain um yeah i feel like they've always struggled to like place her in the captain america movies and i feel like she was cool in winter soldier and it was like a good start and she was like a badass spy but now it's like i don't know i don't know she went from like the sweetest girl in the world who was all in for captain america and that his cause and now she's just like a villain i don't, i just don't buy it i think she's low key, high key salty that 
Cap kissed her. Cap went back in time and yeah. <laughs> lived with her aunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, all right. Last question for for me for Sharon Carter. I don't know if you have any more to say. Do you think that she's a scroll? Because I've 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 been thinking that, and uh, I've heard a lot of people throw around that theory that she might be a scroll. I'd rather it not be. That would make it even less compelling. You think so? I'd rather it be her being mad and becoming a real villain. Like, why would she have to be Sharon Carter to be the power broker? Doesn't it's not like being Sharon Carter would help her get become the power broker at all? I don't know. You know what I mean. Just I guess that... it would get, help her then get access to the U.S. stuff, but I don't know. Also, I have one last thing. But will you go first? I was going to say because it it's kind of a if she's not a scroll and she's Sharon Carter, it's kind of a continuity error a little bit in uh, Endgame when they're going over all the people who died, like on the, like the screens and stuff, you see Sharon Carter got blipped, but in Falcon Winter Soldier, she's like talking to Carly and she's like, I was there for you. I took you under my wing. Mm -hmm. So it seems like she was alive during the blip and she didn't get snatched. Well, she could have just been low key. Like they thought Ant-Man was blipped because he wasn't there. They could have been like looking for her and not, you know what I mean? They they have no way of knowing who's, it's just like by census. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that they brought back the facial thing that Black Widow used in Winter Soldier because I feel like always I was like, that's probably the most useful technology we've seen yeah. yet. And they never used it again. So it's happy they at least showed it again and reference it. Reference the I past. Think, I think they low key did, but they didn't explain it as, as, as well in Civil War. I think that's what Zemo used to like make himself look like Bucky to frame him. Oh, uh, for, I thought he just uh, wore a freaking wig. <laughs> no, I, th- I think they said that there's like prosthesis to make uh, him look uh, like uh, well they Bucky. didn't explain they, that so it doesn't count not confirmed but they didn't uh, anyway Anyways. moving forward alright um, let's talk about Bucky I personally think that he was a little sidelined and they could have developed him a little more he was 100% Bucky's sidelined the, he's, Bucky is one of the most interesting characters one of the most interesting side characters and maybe one of the most interesting characters like has a really cool history <laughs> And they're giving us little pieces in flashbacks, like his relationship with the Wakandans in this series was awesome. Yeah, love that the Dora Milaje were in it. Love that they were like calling him White Wolf, and there's like mm-hmm. he has a mutual understanding and connection with Io, the one of the Dora Milaje. I love that. Mm-hmm. Love to see the Winter Soldier flashback of him oh, killing yeah. Yuri's uh, son. We love a Hydra Winter Soldier mm-hmm. flashback. I mean, um, and now it just like. It, it made sense all the things that they were progressing his character into and in that he's trying to make amends. He's trying to like ditch the winter soldier, uh, part of his persona. Like I'm not the winter soldier anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when he was going to shoot Zemo and then he let all the bullets go and he's like, I'm not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's natural. It all feels right, but it just feels, it, there's a little bit of a disconnect. I don't know. It yeah. seems like the whole, the Yuri thing, like, was just kind of like a five second thing at the end. He's like, oh, I killed your son. I didn't have a choice, you know? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when they changed the title to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, like, why is he still called the Winter Soldier? I feel like if you're going to really, like, evolve him, like, what is he evolving to next? Yeah. It seems like he's just Captain America's, like, sidekick again. Yeah. I feel like the White Wolf thing, it just doesn't stick as well. It doesn't sell as many toys. I feel like the Winter Soldier is, like, cooler, so they're going to keep it that way. Like, and like the Wakandas will call him White Wolf. Uh, I agree with you. I think he's super, he was very sidelined. Um, Bucky was like one of my favorite characters coming out of Winter Soldier. And they've just, again, struggled to keep him at that level since he's turned back to not a villain. Um, He's way cooler as the Winter Soldier. His best scene was when he was Winter Soldier in in the show. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. His action sequences aren't as good as they, they were in Winter Soldier and, and in, in other in really in Winter Soldier is the only movie that was like better. But his action sequences were only OK. Um, he was sidelined. I, I like the themes that they were going for. I like that they like references past trauma, but there just wasn't enough time to like really develop it. Um, he was definitely not yeah. the main character of the show. He was definitely the secondary character of the show, which is fine. But um, they they just didn't give us enough time with him. They didn't. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he ha- he progressed, and like I get that he was wanting to make amends, and he progressed a little bit, but not. I feel like he he would have done the same thing and not killed Zemo at the beginning of the show anyway. So I don't know. I, I feel like um, there was some growth there, but not a ton. Um, I don't know. Again, he just wasn't as compelling. He used to be one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character, and and I, I was hoping the show would bring him back to that, but it just didn't. It it didn't for me. I liked his bromance yeah. moments with Falcon the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I I feel like he his fight choreography was not as impressive as it used to be. Yeah, like 100%. when he's when he when he's Winter Soldier, absolutely, hundred percent. But yeah, and he was like kind know. of getting beat up by like a random flag smasher. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. They're super, they're super soldiers, but, but he's a yeah, super soldier exp- and he has more experience and he fought Thanos and he has a metal arm. Yeah, a vibranium and, and arm. I I think we need more history. We need to see more of his history. I think it at this point he's kind of just cap sidekick again. I feel like if we want more Bucky, I'm hoping we get a scene of him in Black Widow, like a flashback, because mm-hmm. because he's had some history meeting Black Widow, like mm-hmm. when she worked for the KGB and he uh, worked for Hydra. Um, and maybe even I don't know in the future Captain America movie seeing him some Isaiah Bradley we got a little tease that Isaiah crazy, Bradley ripped yeah. half his arm off like yeah. come on that'd be crazy and yeah. even I mean even one of his best scenes in Civil War is when he like goes crazy and is a Winter Soldier for a second he's mm-hmm. just way cooler when he's evil I, I his action's better yeah <laughs> yeah all right to the Last title but character least. but certainly not least yeah certainly not least. Okay. Captain America. Captain America, not Falcon. Captain America. Falcon. I love that. Or Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you go first this time. What do you think? Um, seeing Falcon as Captain America was awesome. If anything, mm-hmm. like there was a lot, there was a lot in the last episode that there was to like. But the one thing I loved was him as Captain America. The action was great. He looked great in the suit. His speech was great. I love the message that you know. He, um, he, he's gonna he's trying to change the mantle of captain america for for the better um obviously it's it's like tough to live up to steve rogers shoes but he's not trying to be steve rogers he's trying to be his own captain america i love that i love the message uh, i love his stuff with isaiah i love his stuff with isaiah at the end um like in one of the last scenes i i thought oh man i thought that he um at the beginning of the show i, I like liked his scenes he, he's like a he's a charismatic guy so you, you like his scenes but at the I, just the last episode i i Seeing him as Captain America, seeing his action sequences, seeing him like go through the helicopter and take the guy out, like use the shield to like bump up against a building, it like shows how strong the shield is. Um, yeah. It was just great. The action sequences were were great, and and him as Captain America was was awesome. And I don't know if this was in the episode, but they it should have been. I I, I kind I like half remember this being in the episode. <laughs> I think I might have made it up. And if it's not in the episode, it should have been. I vaguely remember someone saying who made you captain america and him saying captain america i don't think that was in the sh- in the episode but it should have been <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it is either it might be another Man- mandela effect yeah uh, i don't know why i thought on. that i came out being like that was the best line of the episode and then i was like wait it wasn't in it <laughs> like 
who made you Captain America? Captain America. That that would that would have been really cool. Yeah. Well, it should have been in there. Uh, <laughs> missed opportunity yeah. at Marvel. <laughs> um. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that Falcon benefited the most from this series, like just developing his character from all the characters we've seen previously who reappeared here. Falcon absolutely benefited the most. 100%. Like love the way they deepened his character like it with his family um with him meeting isaiah bradley and like connecting his, how he relates to captain america like how he relates to two versions of captain america like how he relates to steve rogers and then how he relates to isaiah bradley and seeing like how the shield was just like cast aside straight to john walker right after he gave it up like i felt compelled truly by his arc like i really felt connected i felt sorry for him at certain points i've like felt like super excited and pumped when he was giving his speeches like cap like he felt like a natural takeover for steve rogers and seeing him roll up like there's this one slow-mo shot when he first shows up and he's throwing the shield through the window yeah! uh, i watched it like seven times so the fit <laughs> oh the my fit god i was just thinking that. marvel the the best thing that came out of the shows the two shows have been the fits Wanda's the final fit, fit. Dude, and yeah captain america and uh yeah captain america's fit captain falcon's fit stellar i am very excited to see him fight some more in that fit in the future oh yeah and seeing him lift the car too that was an awesome moment yeah because i was like this i was thinking my, i was like there's no way he can lift this thing and like it's cool like i love his gear like you know it's kind of like some people like i don't know you think of him he's like oh he's not a super soldier like how strong can he be but like he's like pretty strong like if any regular human were to be a super soldier it would be him because like he's pretty strong like without his gear but like his gear like is just so cool too i don't know and the training sequence like, is like amazing that that was the such training a sequence scene. was awesome i like if i felt yeah. like i was watching like rocky a little bit i was like this is so <laughs> yeah. cool and you are he's already he's already fought Thanos. he's already strong and like seeing him even upgrade from from there and like learn how to fight with the shield it just makes it all the more believable in the end Definitely. And you actually, yeah. like, it, it's not that long a show, but that's one thing you actually feel. You feel him, like, because you saw him train, you, like, feel like, okay, he could contend with these people with his gear and with the shield and with all of his training. So, I loved yep. it. Yeah. He he was just so cool. That's That was probably the best part of the finale, in my opinion. I felt like, even though, I felt the finale was a little messy, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, some things, like, just didn't hit completely which maybe could be at fault for some of the pacing issues we discussed earlier, or maybe COVID I know like affected their episodes a little bit, but um, yeah, I felt it was a little bit messy, the finale, but like his stuff was just the best part of the episode. Like all of his action, his speeches, like everything he did, like they brought in his whole counseling backstory, Mm -hmm. like into his persona for Captain America, which was really cool. And um, the, the last scene with Isaiah Bradley, like I, I won't lie. Like, I, I had some tears yeah. when I first watched it. I wasn't expecting it to, because like, <laughs> I I brought it up a few times on uh, this podcast. I think I don't cry a lot for movies, but like random moments, like especially throughout the MCU, like I don't know. That was just that really hit me hard. You know, yeah, I, I think that was done really, really well. Yeah, and I think the speech was done well too, because like everyone saw it. How are you going to be like this guy's not Captain America after that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like no, like. The whole the whole country, the whole world is going to accept him as Captain America now because they all saw that. You know, everyone saw that. So 
I don't know. I was like proud to see his growth a little bit. I was like, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> I was proud. Like, when, <laughs> like when, it was so nice. In the end, when Bucky's like, good job, Cap. And he's patting him on the shoulder. I was like, I want to come pat him on I the know. shoulder too. I was like, very proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was awesome. Yep. And the fit. Why doesn't the fit? The moral the of the story is the superhero fit game has been changed over the last few months. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it cover the top of his head though? Very vulnerable. Yeah, uh, yeah. His neck things are a little bit weird. I I like that. I just like, yeah. He can just get bonked on the top of the head and he's done. <laughs> he needs a helmet. <laughs> Captain America himself had a helmet, so you need one too. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I I really liked him, and uh, yeah, now Captain America Four is going to be pretty interesting. Yep. I like I said, I I think it's going to be a Dark Avengers thing, like kind of not a Civil War two, but like in the sense that it's going to be something that really involves a lot of the characters, where it's like almost like an Avengers movie, and neat. It might be the bridge of like how the new Avengers team is formed, honestly. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, do you think he'll be the leader? Yeah. What about Spidey? I want to say, I don't think. but I don't think Spidey is is a leader of the Avengers. I guess, but that's know? like kind of his whole what Far From Home was about a little bit. I guess not I the leader. Like him I guess his, Iron Man's not the leader. Hero. Yeah, I think it was like making Spider Man his own hero. Yeah, like that he doesn't need a mentor. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. anymore. But I d- I don't think there was going to be one. Yeah, like the original Avengers didn't really have one leader. It was like Cap and Iron Man. Yeah, kind of. I'm but, like imagining felt like from ant-man like when falcon gets tossed by ant-man i'm like i can't believe he is now captain america <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah he literally got tossed by ant-man um yeah i feel like they're gonna do go for a multiple leader kind of thing like where maybe i hope it's not captain marvel oh but... my god no I won't do it. I don't think so, though. I think she's kind of always going to be doing her own thing in space. She's like a space person. She's not an Earth person. Yeah. So yeah. I think I hope. Honestly, I hope it's after the series. I'm like very excited to see what happens with my boy Captain Falcon. You know, I feel like that's both out of WandaVision and uh, and this show. I feel like I'm very excited to see Wanda in the future. And I'm very excited to see uh, Sam in the future. Yeah. So and For it made sure. like the side characters who aren't really in them like in that much of anything else you like you really want to see them going forward so i'm i'm uh that that's one thing both of them did well yeah it's only gonna get harder from here because they're really just introducing so many more characters you know? i know that's one thing that i'm curious about um yeah because now you got isaiah bradley still around and his grandson is supposed to be a young avenger mm-hmm. like in the comics i don't know if they're gonna do that and now torres who has the old falcon suit like he's falcon in the comics when falcon becomes captain america so he's just so gonna be like gonna with- have his wings <laughs> yeah like i don't know what they're gonna do with that it's very, very i feel like they're like sprinkling things that they could use in the future but they might not actually use them there's a lot yeah yeah which is not a bad thing yeah like they're setting seeds and stuff yeah Kind of like how they put Prowler in uh, Homecoming and like nothing's come of that yet. You know what I mean? It could come back in the future, but after seeing Prowler in Into the Spider-Verse, they need to do something like that. Especially Donald Glover. I know. That'd be so cool. He's so cool in Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But uh, I'm completely in support of Sam Wilson, Captain America, and the Avengers. Like that's going to be awesome. Me too. I'm I'm with it. I'm with it 100%. 
All right. Last question to end out the episode. Who is one villain who maybe hasn't appeared yet or hasn't been mentioned in a while that you would like to see on a Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts team? Um, well, we already said Abomination. So, but I won't I won't say that because that's a cop out. Um, especially if it's in a Captain America movie, I feel like you know, as much as I like when people like are dead and like gone, I would love to see Zola again. I would love to see Zola. Like he's my favorite. He was he is the reason Hydra. He was like better than Red Skull. He was a reason Hydra actually lived on for so many years. Um, I would love to see Zola again. As much as like I get, he might be gone. That I would love to see Zola again. Like he might, that, he that might have be, had a backup plan. That would be so cool. Or I, I mean, love I'd love that. to see Ultron again, but I don't think he could be like just a member of a team. So I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't. He he's not the kind of guy who wants to share. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. Uh, his team. Um, I gotta say, I mean, we we just mentioned Prowler, so I, I I would love to see Prowler on a Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts team, but I don't. I won't mention him as a cop out. I would kind of love to see Justin Hammer return. That'd be cool. That'd be mad cool. Now that Iron Man's gone. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I don't know if he would like don a suit or something. I'd be fine if he's just like the, like there in the room, like, like supplying them gear. I feel like he'd be great at that. (laughs) Right. I I, I don't really want him in the suit. I feel like he's just, I mean, he didn't take the suit when whiplash had it. He might just be the one supplying gear. Yeah, I'd be fine. And I with think that. that'd be so funny. Yeah, I love him. Sam Rockwell's like insanely. Yeah, funny. and like all the villains would obviously like not listen to him. <laughs> like you know what I no. mean? It'd be great. Because he's ridiculous. It'd be great. And one yeah. time, but please, please whiplash I, again. Please. <laughs> I, I want my bird. I want oh. my bird. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been our series review of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Overall, like like we said, there's t- lots of things that were were great in this series but overall together I, I wouldn't say it's like completely up there for me but again i just love what completely what they did with, with sam yeah sam wilson agreed. was benefited wholly and fully by this series mm. and can't wait for him so that's it for this episode if you like popcorn heist like nick said at the top of the episode you can check us out on all social media platforms at popcorn heist um, you can check out our website, popcornheist.com, to find some articles and some blog posts and podcasts some, and our, all that. Our podcasts <laughs> are there, all that stuff. And if you like this podcast, please follow us and give us a review on iTunes. Uh, rate us, give us a review, please. It would it would really help us grow here. And um, yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're everywhere. You can find us. And I believe in you. You can find us. I believe in you. <laughs> Join the heist, guys. Join the heist. Thanks, guys. Thank you.